Hey family, welcome to This Is Why You're Single, the podcast dedicated to improving your life and your relationships. I'm your host, Jamita Reeves, but please call me Jay. Every Wednesday, my goal is to help you navigate these dating streets, help you recognize how you may be sabotaging your relationship, and most importantly, help you begin unpacking the underlying issues. We're going to accomplish this by having open, honest conversations about relationships, sex, and dating. I have a question for the ladies. Do you find yourself becoming frustrated or disillusioned with the whole dating scene? I'm starting to hear that a lot from the women in my circle. Are you feeling like it isn't worth the effort because you keep running into same shit, different dude? If so, you definitely want to stay tuned because this week we're discussing dating standards, what they are and why they're important. We're also going to discuss what happens when we lower our standards. Let's get started. Ladies, real talk. I know it's hard navigating the dating scene, especially if you spent any time away from actively dating. You might find yourself dating again after divorce like I was. Or perhaps it was the end of a long-term relationship that sent you back out into these dating streets. Or like a lot of other women, you may have just gotten fed up with the foolishness and decided to take a hiatus. Whatever the reason for the prolonged absence, I'm noticing some of my seasoned vets making rookie mistakes. And one of the biggest mistakes that I see many of us making is not setting our dating standards. Let me explain to you what I mean. When we are actively dating, we tend to spend quite a bit of time on what we're looking for, as we should. Um, We might have a laundry list of must-haves that cover everything from physical appearance to personality to type of job to how well he's endowed. And don't give me the side eye. Don't gasp and clutch your imaginary pearls because you guys know it's true. Some of you do have size requirements. Let's tell the truth and shame the devil. Now, as I was saying, we take the time to determine what it is we're looking for as, again, we should in terms of personality, physical appearance, etc., But many of us never think about setting the standard, let alone communicating the standard for what we expect and how we wish to be treated. I think we often make the mistake of thinking that our expectations and, you know, being treated well go without saying, but absolutely not. 
I think when dating, your standards become those guidelines or those rules that communicate what those expectations are. And you can't leave that up for interpretation because you and your potential boo might have very different ideas about dating and might have very different expectations when it comes to dating. For example, I'm not open to inviting a prospective boo into my home or visiting him in his until we spent a few weeks getting to know each other. Now, don't misunderstand me. That's not to say that I'm not spending any face-to-face time with him. It's just that I prefer it to be in a public place for safety reasons. That makes me feel more comfortable. However, I've met guys who were down with the house date straight out the gate. I'm so side-eyeing Philly dudes on this one because they are the kings of the house date. I kid you not. I have had more than one guy in Philly ask me out and for a first date, they propose that they buy groceries, pick up whatever it was I like to drink, and either he comes to my house, I go to his house, I cook, we eat, drink, watch movies, and chat. And that was their idea of a great first date and I'm screaming internally like oh my god are you serious like how unsafe is that but anyway I digress that's one example of how standards and expectations can be misaligned in dating situations Uh, another example say you meet a guy and he feels that during the getting to know you phase that you all shouldn't go out with other people. You, on the other hand, might not be open to limiting your prospects that early in the game. And quite frankly, I don't think you should. But that is a topic for a different episode. Let's look at this a different way. So let's say... um, Dating is like planting a garden. So you put on your cute sun hat, throw on some funky shades, grab your gardening gloves, and then you head outside where you begin to till and fertilize the soil. That's you working on yourself by getting your mind right, dealing with unresolved trauma, or releasing baggage from past relationships. You get the idea. So the next thing you want to do is choose your seeds and you choose your seeds according to what it is you want to grow. Those are your standards. So you don't plant tomatoes if you want peaches and you can't plant a fig tree and think that you're going to harvest apples. As your garden grows, weeds are going to pop up. The weeds represent those things that don't meet your standards. They don't fit into your expectations at all. For example, if you're looking for a committed relationship, but along comes someone who is only interested in a friend with benefits relationship, 
that would be a weed in your dating garden. Let's say you aren't into sexting, but he insists on sending you dick pics and he's always begging for nudes. That would be a weed. You hate those last minute phone calls with the, hey, what are you doing tonight dates? But that's all you get from him. That's another weed. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing inherently wrong with that. There are some people who would have no problem with the examples that I just mentioned. People date differently and they want different things from relationships and that's okay. What's not okay is when you know that what they're offering isn't what you want, but you lower your standards, you compromise your expectations, and you accept it. Then down the line, you find yourself frustrated, unhappy, and unfulfilled because you settled for something that you didn't really want. In cases like that, sis, that isn't his fault. You have to own that one. We all do what works for us without question. Men do what they do because it has brought them success. They send unsolicited dick pics because there are women who have seen those pics and decided that they wanted to have an up close and personal look. So now they send them to every woman they have an interest in with the hopes that one of them will respond the same way. Men make booty calls because there are women who allow them to invite themselves over on the late night. If you aren't down with it, say so. If you aren't down with it, but you go along with it anyway, there are definitely some deeper issues at play here. There isn't a woman alive, myself included, who hasn't let insecurity, self-esteem issues, or just a general feeling of unworthiness lead her to making poor dating decisions. It happens to the best of us. And it's okay. There's no judgment here. There's never any judgment here. Everybody has had those feelings at one time or another, men and women. But you can't let it become habit or you'll be entertaining fuckery and making dating decisions from a place of fear and desperation because you're afraid you're going to end up alone. Trust me, I get it. But lowering your standards and settling is not the answer. You have to find a way to let go of the fear, the doubt, and the feelings that you aren't good enough. And again... We've all had those feelings at one time or another, and often they're so ingrained, so deep within our subconscious, we aren't even aware of them. But if you ever feel like you've been single for so long that you're afraid you may never find anyone, those feelings may be at the root of that thought. And this is what causes some women to make those poor decisions based from a place of desperation and fear that I was talking about. You know, when that married or 
involved man comes around telling you how beautiful you are and how much they want you, you're tempted to entertain the conversation. And let's be honest, some of you do. But you have to shut that shit down because you deserve better. And if you tell him no, and he continues to come at you, he continues making those inappropriate comments and those advances, you have to cut all ties. As long as you're willing to converse with him, even if every other word is, no, I'm not interested, you're giving him hope that he can change your mind. Meanwhile, he's demonstrating that he has no respect for you, and no respect for his wife or his girlfriend. And if you continue to talk to him, you're demonstrating that attention is more important to you than respect. You're compromising your standards. You're lowering your expectations. That man that you are head over heels for that friend zoned you, let him go. You don't have to be his friend if you want more, just as he doesn't have to be your man if he only wants to be your friend. Stop with the, well, I knew he was out of my league when I started liking him. I'm just happy that he at least wants to be friends. No, just stop it. He's not out of your league. He's not better than you. You aren't less of a woman because you're not the one that he wanted to be in a relationship with. And you are perfectly within your rights to tell him that attempting to be his friend would be painful while you still have unresolved romantic feelings for him. You can absolutely refuse to compromise your standards or your expectations around the type of relationship that you want with him and let him go. But again, you have to make sure that you are not operating from a place of fear and desperation. Because if you are, you're not going to make good decisions and you're going to compromise your standards and lower your expectations every time. I don't think dating will ever be easy because we have to allow ourselves to be vulnerable and that is one of the most difficult things that we ever have to do. But I do believe that we can make it less difficult if we remain true to ourselves, honest about what we want, And if we refuse to lower our standards and compromise our expectations. Because at the very least, we will weed out those people who aren't right for us and save ourselves quite a bit of heartache. Well, that's it for this episode of This Is Why You're Single. If you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe, share, rate it, and leave a review. It would mean a lot to me, and it will help people discover the show who haven't heard of it yet. Until next time, peace.